Chapter 7 Wanda sighed as the water ran down her body, washing out the sweat and grime of her trip. The temperature was slightly cooler than she'd usually choose, and definitely nothing like her usual steaming showers during the winter, but it was hot outside and the lukewarm water came as a much-needed relief. She did her best not to think about the man unpacking in the room next to her, separated by nothing but a thin wall. The man she'd share a room with, a bed, hundreds of small touches and kisses. The man she barely knew. The man she couldn't help but be drawn to. All things considered, the meeting with Laura, Lila and Pietro had gone well. Still, she couldn't help but drag out her shower, relishing these few moments of peace and quiet before facing the rest of her family. Once she stepped out of the bathroom, the acting would begin once more. Knowing that she couldn't keep hiding forever, Wanda soon dried herself off, slipping on a red bikini under a white sundress in the hopes of catching some sun after lunch. It was still slightly mind-boggling that it was February and she wasn't cold. Not only was she not cold, she'd also be able to swim every day and wear her favorite clothes, though she couldn't wear outside of her apartment for most of the year, not unless she was planning to freeze. After making sure she looked presentable, Wanda opened the door, stepping into the room to find Vision on the floor next to his suitcase. It was still only partially unpacked, and it didn't seem like Vision had noticed her yet, so she allowed herself a few moments to simply drink him in. His long legs were drawn towards his chest, his chin resting on his knees, and if it weren't for the uncomfortable position, Wanda would have thought he was asleep. Instead, he seemed to be in deep contemplation, eyes closed and hair ruffled as if he had been running his fingers through it repeatedly. Was he as nervous about this as she was? Need some help? she asked instead, smiling as she crouched down in front of the suitcase. She must have accidentally startled him, because his head shot upwards and banged slightly against the bed frame in response. Wanda! he exclaimed in surprise, fingers coming up to rub the back of his head before pulling the earphones she hadn't noticed out of his ears. I apologize, I hadn't realized you were finished with your shower. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I was just wondering if you needed some help, she explained, as if her own suitcase wasn't laying untouched on the other side of the room. She hated unpacking, what on earth had she been thinking of making that offer in the first place? That's all right. I will finish unpacking later. Let me just freshen up for a few moments and then we can head out to meet the rest of your family," Vision responded, scrambling to get up. He was always tall, but from her current vantage point on the floor he seemed especially so, and Wanda prayed her slow gulp as her eyes struggled to stay on his face wasn't as noticeable as it felt. She quickly got up once Vision was inside the bathroom, shaking her head at herself. She needed to focus. Heading towards her phone, she found two texts from Darcy waiting. Darce. Today. 1.59 p.m. Sue. Spill. Wanda chuckled, her mood instantly improving once she read the messages. She sat on the bed, unable to keep the grin off her face. Wanda. So far so good smiley face. Darce. Not what I asked and you know it. Is he as hot as he looks? Wanda couldn't help but roll her eyes, despite knowing that no one could see her.
Wanda. Nop. Dars. But the Vulcan salute? Wanda captured her lip between her teeth, the corners of her lips tugging upwards as she thought of her best friend's confused face. She let Darcy stew for two more minutes before deciding to put her out of her misery. Much, much hotter. I hate you. You love me. Damn right I do, sweet cheeks. Now get off the phone and enjoy paradise with. The hottie or it'll make you. Wanda chuckled, turning off the phone screen just as Vision entered the room once more, his hair slightly more styled than before. He had on white knee-length shorts, paired with a pink button-up with rolled-up sleeves that did wonders to showcase his well-defined arms. Once again, Wanda had to remind herself not to stare. Shall we? Vision asked, a gentle smile on his lips, and Wanda accepted his offered hand, her fingers seemingly buzzing with electricity. Despite her nerves, Wanda couldn't deny her excitement, nor the pure thrill of having such an illicit secret. It felt almost like being in a forbidden relationship, except the taboo part was the fact that she wasn't. They made their way to the reception hand in hand, their fingers slotting together ridiculously well, and were soon able to find the restaurant where her family was waiting for them. Ready? Wanda asked once they stopped in front of the door. Ready, Vision confirmed, smiling back at her before pushing the door open for them. The chatter of gathered guests reached them the moment they entered, but Wanda's eyes immediately sought out the table around which the six people that were her world were eating and laughing. Once she noticed them, she did her best to smother the urge to run there. She had just seen half of them. Her plan to look somewhat dignified as she made her way through the restaurant, fake boyfriend in hand, lasted for a total of five seconds. Then Nate looked up, eyes brightening with joy as he ran out of his seat to greet them, and Wanda could hold still no longer. She released Vision's hand and rushed towards the boy, wrapping him in a tight hug. It had only been two months since she last saw him, but he was already noticeably taller. Wanda couldn't help but laugh as she affectionately ruffled his hair. How are you this big already, she asked, pulling away slightly to be able to look at him, and his eyes beamed with pride. You're supposed to be a baby. Hey, I'm in fourth grade, he protested, chest puffing out, as Wanda laughed. Baby, she insisted, grinning widely, until she noticed Nate's gaze escaping to her right. Wanda followed it to find that Vision had reached them in the meantime, smiling at them with what looked like part nervousness and part fondness. Damn, he was good. Right, she smiled, holding out her hand and grinning just a bit wider when his fingers wrapped around hers, Nate, meet my boyfriend, Vision. Hi Vision, he responded shyly, lifting his hand for a small wave. Hello, Nathaniel. It's a pleasure to meet you, your sister talks about you very much, Vision declared, and Wanda couldn't help but squeeze his hand in thanks at the way Nate's eyes brightened. She does, he asked, looking up at her, and Wanda over-exaggerated a frown, making sure the ten-year-old could recognize she was only feigning offense. Of course I do, Munchkin. Just because I can't see you as often as I'd like doesn't mean I don't miss you all the time. This earned her another tight hug, and Wanda chuckled as she wrapped her free arm around him, 
mouthing a quick thank you to Vision. Of course, Vision mouthed back, smiling, and the gesture made Wanda's heart warm. Stop it, she mentally berated herself, barely suppressing the urge to shake her head. He was just doing what she was paying him to do. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starving, Wanda spoke, eyes escaping towards the buffet. As if on cue, Vision's stomach growled, and he sheepishly scratched the back of his neck. Oh. My food is getting cold. Nate suddenly exclaimed, pulling away from Wanda, and Wanda laughed, fingers ruffling his dark hair once more. Then go eat. We'll be right there, she promised, scrunching her nose. She turned towards Vision as Nate ran back towards the table and did her best to fight her anxiety at the way Clint and Pietro were staring at them. We'll go to the table for quick introductions and then we'll grab some food, okay? she asked, standing on the tips of her toes to place a soft kiss to Vision's cheek. If they wanted to glare, she'd give them something to glare about. Wanda could see the color bloom on the place that her lips had touched once she pulled away, and couldn't stop the small smirk of satisfaction from spreading on her face. While Vision might be faking everything else, a blush, at least, he couldn't fake. She couldn't enjoy it for too long though because it only took him a moment to get a hold of himself, and then he was looking at her with a gentle, composed smile once more. All right, he spoke, eyes darting towards the six people waiting for them, lead the way. Chapter 8 Vision was certain that his cheek still burned from the sensation of Wanda's lips on his skin even as they made their way towards the table that Wanda's family was seated at. He had been aware that it would happen eventually, but he hadn't quite been expecting it and it turned out he had been woefully unprepared for how it would feel. The touch had been feather-light and brief, not even on his lips, and yet it had left a part of him yearning for more. It made him have to fight not to bring his fingers to his cheek in a daze. Just for show, Vision reminded himself, grinning widely once they reached their destination. He nodded in the direction of the family members he had already met as Wanda leaned down to hug who had to be Clint and Cooper. Clint, Coop, this is Vision, Wanda introduced him, smiling warmly as she looked up at him, and Vision didn't need to fake the nervousness as he held Clint's assessing gaze. Did you know that this is the first time my girl brought someone to meet me, Wanda's adoptive father asked, and Vision's eyes sought hers for guidance. He soon discovered it to be a futile task, as Wanda groaned Clint's name and covered her eyes in embarrassment, so he decided to go with the truth. I, did not. But I am very honored, Vision responded, face as serious as the situation demanded. And I am very hungry, Wanda interjected, already starting to drag him away. Let's get our food, dear. Vision managed a small wave towards the table as he let himself be led away, secretly surprised by Wanda's strength. Though she seemed tiny compared to him, he'd have to really put his back into it if he wanted to resist her pull. Look, it's not that I've never been with anyone, Wanda started as she scooped some pasta onto her plate, it was just never serious enough for me to risk it. No, that's, that's perfectly understandable, he assured her wishing he could tell her she didn't need to defend herself to him without it sounding incredibly awkward. Besides, he didn't consider it anything she should be embarrassed about. He might not know his blood family, 
but he had never introduced anyone to his friends either. Thank you for trusting me enough to meet them, even if it is under such a special set of circumstances. I will do all in my power to prove worthy of that trust, Vision promised, watching as Wanda's features softened. With how perfect and gentlemanly you've been in just a few minutes, I'm almost afraid they'll never shut up about you afterwards, she chuckled, shaking her head once she finished filling up her plate. Vision himself blushed at the compliment, choosing to focus very intently on his own plate to hide it. Once he had gotten everything he wanted as well, they made their way back to the table, sitting on the two chairs saved for them. How is everyone? I haven't seen you since Christmas, Wanda asked before taking a bite of her salad. Oh, you know. Same old, same old, Clint responded, leaning backwards in his chair before grinning widely. Except my eldest is getting married. Pietro successfully evaded Clint's attempt at ruffling his hair, sending a mock glare, and Vision couldn't quite stop his lips from tugging upwards as he brought his fork to his mouth. Next to him, he was almost certain he heard Wanda mutter something like, it was just twelve damn minutes. Hectic, Pietro grumbled, turning towards her. There's so much organizing, we should have just eloped. This earned Pietro a glare from Laura, but even through their bickering about how he needed to give his fiancée the wedding of her dreams, it was clear to Vision that they all cared for each other. He seemed to be out of focus for now, as Wanda's family caught up on the missed time, and Vision took the opportunity to listen and observe them in silence as he ate his lunch. He did his best to ignore the curious glances sent his way every so often. How's school, Munchkin? Wanda asked her youngest brother, turning in her chair to better face him and accidentally brushing her thigh against Vision's. She didn't seem to notice it, but Vision nearly choked on his water at the contact. It's okay, the boy shrugged, looking around himself, but I like it here much more. I like it here more than work as well, Wanda laughed, returning her legs to their normal position, and Vision felt like he could finally breathe again. He sincerely hoped that the glare he could almost feel burning his temples didn't mean that Pietro had noticed his reaction. Yeah. It's really a miracle we can all be here for a full week. All three of us were able to use our vacation days, Nate has the week off for President's Day, and Lila and Cooper are both done with their exams already and the new semester doesn't start until next week, Clint smiled, wrapping his arm around his wife, who had barely removed her eyes from Wanda and him since the start of their meal. Unlike Pietro's, her gaze was gentle, although it still seemed like she was barely containing her curiosity. Way to go, you too! Wanda exclaimed, seemingly oblivious to the looks they were receiving. Either that, or she was intentionally ignoring them. Whatever the case, Vision would follow her lead. Yeah, college is awesome, Lila grinned at Wanda, before turning to face Cooper across the table. I don't know why you're always complaining so much. You're a freshman, Lila, her older brother grumbled, crossing his arms, what do you know? Enough, you too. You're not teens anymore, Laura admonished, shaking her head. I'm 19, Lila countered with a smirk, cocking her head in the same way he had seen Wanda do, and Wanda sent her an amused wink. Oh, don't you start, Missy. Laura exclaimed once she noticed the gesture. 
don't think I don't know what you're doing. What? Wanda asked, feigning confusion as she smiled sweetly. We all know that not much has changed in our lives since Christmas, but there seems to be a big change in yours. You, sweetheart, have promised you'd answer all my questions once you got here, Laura elaborated, looking pointedly at Wanda. Vision lowered his fork back on the plate, realizing that the topic Laura wanted to talk about was him. This was what he had been preparing himself for. All you had to do was ask, Wanda challenged, raising her eyebrow, and we will answer. Her hand wrapped on top of his on the table, squeezing slightly, and Vision was definitely starting to understand the tactile person comment she had made. While the touch was on top of the table, for all to see, Vision couldn't help but wonder how much of the touching was planned, and how much was simply her instincts. Of course, Vision confirmed, knowing that his time for observing in silence had ended, what would you like to know? Laura didn't even get the chance to get a word in before Lila started the interrogation with, how did you meet, a moment before Pietro's, how long have you known him? We were introduced by a mutual friend three months ago, Vision started, doing his best to project a lovesick smile as his gaze accidentally escaped towards Wanda. Which friend? Pietro interrupted, eyebrows raised, and Wanda responded by raising her own. Darcy. Yes, she had been trying to arrange a meeting for quite a while, Vision confirmed with a nod. Yeah, but I thought it was a stupid idea, Wanda laughed, adding a, right? Cooper's comment about such dates never going well. I am ashamed to admit I believed so as well, Vision shared, chuckling softly. Still, I eventually agreed to one date in order to get her to stop. And I had to go because I lost a bet, Wanda claimed, shaking her head before looking up at him fondly. But I'm so glad I did. So am I, darling. So am I, Vision responded, the look in his eyes mirroring hers as he brought his hand upwards, thumb gently brushing her cheek. He could hear the distant awes in the background as he did his best not to get lost in Wanda's eyes for real, until the moment was interrupted by the retching sounds coming from Wanda's twin. The look in Wanda's eyes quickly turned from soft and gentle to incensed, and then she was once facing away from him to confront Pietro. Oh, look who's talking, Mr. Onanoff since high school. At least it only took us that one date to decide we wanted to give it a serious shot, not years of not being able to fully commit, she accused, removing her hand from his in order to cross her arms, and Vision's fingers twitched from the effort to not automatically follow hers. He decided to ignore the reaction, focusing instead on remembering what he knew about her twin's relationship. Pietro and Crystal had met in high school, dated and broke up six times in two years, then went on to attend the same university, where their relationship continued much in the same manner. It was only after they had both graduated and gotten their jobs that the relationship turned more serious, and two years ago Pietro had proposed. Come on, Wands. You know well enough it's been on for the last four years, Pietro shot back, making air quotes before crossing his arms as well. And we're about to get married in five days. Besides, talk to me in ten years, then we'll see. Wanda offered no response to that, and why would she? In ten years he would be nothing but a distant memory, 
that one guy she had hired to keep her company at a wedding. Trying to ignore the irrational part of him that was bothered by the thought, Vision smiled, wrapping his arm around Wanda's shoulders and rubbing soft circles until her posture relaxed slightly. And where is the lovely crystal, he asked, a smile falling in confusion at Cooper's groan. Now you've done it, Vision, Clint spoke, grinning as Laura sent him a mock glare. I know you've all heard this before, but I'm sure your mother will want to go over the game plan again. Well, Wanda clearly hasn't told Vision the whole plan, she defended, before turning towards Wanda and him. Oh, that's. I don't mind, he smiled warmly, and Laura grinned. Great. So, the first few days are mostly family time. Island hopping, some time at the beach, a tour of St. Thomas. Laura started, only to be interrupted by Nathaniel's, Can we see turtles, Mom? I hope so, sweetheart. I hear that the beaches here are wonderful for snorkeling, and there's a high chance we will see all sorts of marine life, she responded, ruffling his hair affectionately before continuing. The dance lessons will be held every day starting from tomorrow. I fully expect you all to participate, yes, even you, Cooper. Cooper grumbled something under his breath that Vision couldn't hear, but still offered, fine, mom, at the end. Good. Crystal and her family are coming tomorrow. Kate and Aunt Eleanor should be here tomorrow as well, but most of the other guests will be arriving on Wednesday or Thursday. Now, remember, the bachelor and bachelorette parties both start on Thursday at 8, and you four, Laura continued, eyes running over Pietro, Cooper and the two of them, have almost a full day to recover. There are no plans for Friday except for the rehearsal dinner. And then on Saturday I'm getting married, Pietro finished for her, his face for the first time void of the distrust and slight annoyance that had seemed a permanent fixture on it since the moment they met. His gaze was far away, probably thinking of his betrothed, and Vision felt a small smile grace his lips. Though his own love story was fake, it didn't mean that his heart wasn't warmed by the display of a real one, one he was planning to celebrate on Saturday regardless of the limited amount of time available to get to know them. Vision could see Wanda's eyes mist with emotions as well, and he instinctively pulled her closer into his side. She looked up at him with surprise that she quickly masked, before leaning her head on his shoulder. The feeling from the car returned, the feeling that this was exactly where she belonged, and Vision fought the urge to sigh. This was going to be a long week. Chapter 9 Wanda smiled as she leaned in her chair, more than content with the way things were going. Vision had an answer for everything, and no one seemed to be suspecting a thing. She also couldn't help but bask under all the attention, no matter how many times she reminded herself it was fake. Curling into Vision's side, feeling his fingers draw patterns on her arm, holding his hand, it all felt good, and she would enjoy it while it lasted. They had all finished their meals a while ago, moving to the tables outside to lounge under the shade of the beach umbrellas, and Wanda took a sip of her cocktail as she glanced at the man next to her. She should have gotten used to how handsome he was by now, should have gotten immune to that British accent, but there was no such luck. Instead, she found herself constantly being distracted by his small gestures, or his soft chuckle, or his melodic voice as he answered her family's questions. 
Vision, sweetie, how are you feeling so far? I know we might have a lot to take in, Laura spoke, breaking Wanda out of her daze. Oh, no, I find it wonderful. I had always wondered what it was like to have a big family, Vision responded, and Wanda realized she didn't know anything about his own. She could feel a bout of anxiety rising within her at the thought of someone asking her about it and her having no idea how to answer, but she pushed it down. They were together right now, and he'd surely answer for himself. She could easily ask him for more details later. Only child, then? Clint asked, and Vision's face fell. I don't, really know, he claimed, suddenly very interested in the glass in his hand. I was left outside of a church in London when I was just a few months old, never finding out who my parents were. If I do have any siblings, I hope they met a kinder fate. Shit, I. I'm sorry kid, I didn't. Clint started, and Wanda fought to hide her frown. Vision knew her own history, knew that Pietro and her became orphans at the age of ten, why would he invent something like that? To try and portray that they had some sort of a deeper connection, one only those who had lost their parents would understand? And yet, even though she was aware that the story was probably fake, she couldn't help the way the sadness in his voice was tugging at her heart. Was it possible that he was that good of a liar? It's alright, I've had 27 years to get accustomed to it. The closest person I had to a family was my social worker, Helen. She kept me sane with each year that passed, each year that made me less and less adoptable, he continued, his eyes seeking Laura and Clint. It's one of the reasons I appreciate what you did so much. When I was ten, I had long ago given up on that dream. Wanda could see the tears glistening in Laura's eyes, and even the expression on Pietro's face seemed to have softened, but she couldn't fight off the feeling of hurt spreading through her. Yes, the story might have helped him to ingratiate himself with her family, but lying about something like that just felt wrong. And pretending you're dating him isn't? Her mind supplied, making her want to scoff. How typical that even her own brain would turn against her. Still, she played the part of the concerned girlfriend as well as she could, taking his hand in both of hers and gently stroking the back of it. God, I'm so sorry sweetie, Laura spoke, sniffling slightly. No child deserves something like that, and yet you were able to grow into the wonderful young man you are today despite all the hardships. The two of us did nothing except enrich our lives with all the joy and love Wanda and Pietro brought to our family. Wanda's gaze immediately sought out her twins, finding the same emotions that were threatening to overwhelm her swirling inside it. While they would never stop missing the parents they had lost, the fact did nothing to diminish the love and gratitude they felt towards the Bartons. And we will forever be grateful for it, Wanda spoke softly, just as Pietro pulled Lila into his side, frowning at the tear that slid down her cheek. Hey, don't cry, short stuff, he nudged her, this is supposed to be a happy vacation. Sorry, just thinking about what my life would be like if I didn't know my two oldest siblings. Lila responded, rubbing under her eyes to stop any more tears from falling. Wanda could no longer stay in her seat then, and the two of them squished Lila in a hug between them, 
making her laugh and push at them and promise she was okay. Good, Pietro responded, finally releasing the grip of his arms. Because we are here to stay, Wanda finished for him, giving Lila one final squeeze before making her way back to her chair. The conversation moved to happier topics then, but the question of whether Vision was telling the truth or not kept burning in the back of her mind. Finally, when Lila decided she'd go for a swim to make use of the afternoon sun, Wanda saw the opportunity for a few moments alone with him. I need to get my towel, are you coming babe, she asked, smiling sweetly, and Vision returned her smile, getting up immediately. Of course, darling, he replied, taking her hand in his and sending a wave to her family with the other one. They walked to their room in silence, and Vision looked at her with confusion once she made no move to look for her towel once inside. Is everything all right? I. I thought it went fairly well, but if there's something he started, but Wanda interrupted him. That was quite the story, she spoke, raising her eyebrow, and Vision frowned for a few moments until the realization hit him. His gaze dropped to his shoes, avoiding hers, and Wanda felt her heart squeeze painfully. It's, um, it's not. A story, I mean, he spoke quietly, shuffling his feet slightly, I apologize if you had other plans, but given everything I have to remember about your family, I thought it best if I didn't have to invent my own. Especially given my lack of experience. Oh. Oh God. Wanda felt the burning desire for the ground to swallow her, fighting viciously with the urge to comfort him. Eventually, the latter overpowered her flight instinct, and Wanda reached out towards him again, palm gently squeezing him. Vision looked up in surprise, eyes wide, and Wanda hoped her own gaze would be enough to show her sincerity. I'm so sorry. I... I didn't know, she whispered, trying and failing not to think about everything he must have gone through. Alone. Without a twin by his side to help him through the darkest moments. Oh, it's, it's all right. You couldn't have known, Vision assured her with a small, sad smile, but Wanda shook her head. Still, I should have trusted you right away. It's just, given our circumstances, I don't know what I can trust. Regarding the things you haven't explicitly instructed me on, I tend to stick as close to the truth as possible. Easier to remember a lie if it resembles the truth, he admitted with a wry smile, and Wanda got the distinct impression that he was very much not used to this. Lying. Pretending. She already knew he didn't have that much experience, but how many times had he actually done this before? Three? Two? Wanda couldn't help but wonder. Still, she had to admit he was good. He played the part of a loving boyfriend, slightly nervous to meet the family, with utter perfection. That's good, Wanda agreed, nodding her head, yeah, that sounds good. So, what did you think of them? Oh, that was the truth as well, Vision smiled, tilting his head just slightly, I think they're wonderful. I don't believe Pietro likes me very much, but I know it's part of my job to deal with that. Yeah. He's a lot sometimes, she sighed, pursing her lips in a tight line. I swear, just weeks ago he was teasing me about becoming a cat lady. 
I don't even have cats. Vision laughed at her words, the sound doing funny things to her insides, and Wanda was fighting a losing battle against joining him. What? she asked, doing her best to remain stern, though the corners of her lips betrayed her. Nothing, he shook his head, though the smile never left his face, you just, um, you do this thing with your nose sometimes. It's very endearing. Endearing? Wanda repeated, cocking her eyebrow, though she finally allowed herself to grin. Such a sweet talker. Careful not to run out of things to say in front of an audience. The quirk of Vision's lip made her realize she had wrinkled her nose again, and she quickly covered it with her palms, laughing openly as he smiled and responded with, I can always repeat it. Ha, huh, I guess you can. Speaking of the audience, do you need a bit more time to compose yourself or are you ready to head out? I actually do want to go for a swim before the sun sets, Wanda informed him, finally turning towards her bag to find her beach towel and sunscreen. It took her brain a fraction of a second to realize that he would be the one applying it. Let me just grab my towel and I'll be ready to go, Vision responded, not giving her a chance to talk them both out of the idea. As he went to grab his things, all Wanda could think about was his palms rubbing the cream onto her back, massaging it into her shoulders. Perhaps laying a soft kiss to the back of her neck for show. All right, all set, Vision spoke, breaking her out of her fantasies, and Wanda cleared her throat, quickly rushing towards the door in case her thoughts were as obvious on her face as she feared. Vision, however, didn't seem to be phased by what awaited them, and Wanda knew it was because he was an actual professional. Surely he had done this before as well, right? On one of his first few jobs. Or maybe, maybe he simply hadn't realized she'd ask it of him yet. Maybe, once the time came, she'd feel his fingers tremble as they ran across her skin, feel him squeeze her shoulders just a bit tighter than necessary, unwillingly betraying that she was affecting him too. Wanda did her best to chase such baseless fantasies from her mind. Vision wasn't truly attracted to her, no matter how many besotted glances he sent her way or how many times he called her, darling. While Wanda couldn't deny that she found him attractive for real, she had hired him for crying out loud, she was more than aware that it was all a pretense from his side. Still, she couldn't help but wish that the pretense held a kernel of truth.